Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Just getting back from Fifth in Florida, Bobby. We had a chance to go down to the new Coakley Brothers headquarters, totally redesigned and uh, becoming a, a landmark, really, on Walker's Point, especially with that big water tower on the on the uh, roof. Yeah, the place has really been transformed. I mean, it was originally was sort of like a warehouse. I mean, it was a warehouse. Yeah, you know, storage. And, yeah, inside basically just looked like warehouse on every floor. They had some offices kind of cobbled in there on the first two floors, but now you walk in there, the whole thing is a showroom. Their offices are basically a showroom, even. Yeah, when we walked in there together, Bobby, it was like you could smell the the fresh shellac and the beautiful new floors. Everything is brand new inside. Total transformation. And again, this is on Fifth and Florida, so one of those buildings right right around the Iron Horse Hotel. Yep. There's some condos going in over there. Uh, my my favorite restaurant in Milwaukee, uh, Konohito's, <laughs> across yes, the way. Yes. So you always got to work in there. So this is a part of Walker's Point that is seeing a lot of development as it is. In fact, uh, the Coakley brothers had a kind of a, they were in this neighborhood. As Coakley, before the neighborhood really started to change in the yeah, in yeah the 90s. they really um, they bought the three buildings that are sort of right on that intersection. One's Iron Horse, one is the Coakley building, and the other one is the uh, Bricks building that has Lost Valley cider in it. Um, and they ended up selling off the other two, which were fixed up really nicely and renovated into these amazing destinations. And then they sort of found themselves sitting in the one building that was sort of <laughs> you know lacking in terms of exterior uh, pizzazz. So that led them to spend uh, $6 million to, to change that. Well, we got a tour from this gentleman. Hi, my name is Ben Juick, Vice President of Brothers Interiors and Coakley Brothers. So Ben showed us all around. And, you know, one of the first things he mentioned was that gorgeous water tower art installation on the roof of the building. If you've driven through Walker's Point or over I-43, you've probably seen it in the skyline, this like stained glass water tower. Yeah, it was installed just about a year ago, exactly. And it really has become sort of beloved piece of the skyline already, yeah. isn't it? I mean, and Milwaukee's not always quick to embrace <laughs> right? new things like that. I yeah. mean, sometimes it takes us a while to warm up to things, but that was one. I remember the day they lifted it up to the rooftop, there was a crowd there to watch. I mean, people were really excited about this thing from the get-go. So to have it up there and to have it as such a, a welcome addition to the skyline, you know, the community has really you know loved what we've done in the exterior beyond the water tower. Yeah, and as Ben mentioned, there's you know there's a lot more that went into the building, of course, than just the water tower. You know, they redesigned and redeveloped the 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 interior of the building, but also the windows. The windows were a huge undertaking. Yeah, and that's a pretty massive. I mean, that, that was a huge chunk of the expense, I think, and of the work to be done, because the you know this is a a big building that had tons of windows. He said they did more than 200 windows that they replaced and. So basically these windows had been covered up, you know, people probably right. saw this building and if, if they hadn't seen the traffic going in and out of it, they might've thought that this was an empty building, you know, but it was actually a very active building. You just couldn't tell because it, it had sort of turned its back on the, on the street. Yeah. In fact, Ben actually kind of joked about what people were saying because for, for so long, those windows were boarded up. The biggest part of the project was certainly the windows and a lot of people saw that we were boarded up. Uh, we've gotten a lot of co uh, comments about, you know, being hurricane proof, going out of business, you know, tearing the building down. Yeah, I mean, hurricane readiness, you know, it, it really looked inactive there. Yeah, it really did. I mean, there was, you know, you could see people coming in and out of the building and trucks coming and going, but really from the street, you might've thought it was an empty building, you know, because it had, with the windows covered over, there's just, there was no life to be seen really. 
So Coakley Brothers is a Milwaukee name. I mean, they've been in business for 130 years in Milwaukee. Um, they went through kind of a transition as the brothers kind of went to different business lines, right? Yeah, there, yeah, there was some. Uh, some the, bro- the brothers did go out and start their own businesses, but Coakley Brothers now is run by Peggy Coakley, who okay. is, I believe, the fourth generation. Yeah, running that, and she also uh, underneath that umbrella, there is also uh, Brothers Business Interiors. Right, and when, when as we were walking through, it, it almost looked like an IKEA or something, but for business furniture. Yeah, and people actually working there. Right, the, yeah, right, because they're basically they're they've built their own offices. Which you know, if you're a customer, you walk in there and you can see right away what what they're able to do, what they did for themselves, and you right. can see people working at it. It's not like a, it's not just sort of an empty stage set like a lot of furniture stores. This is a place where their employees are working in the showroom. So furniture, moving, storage, these are all things that. Uh, maybe don't you, you wouldn't think they go together, but Coakley makes it all work in that one space in Walker's Point. In fact, if you're um, going to be heading to a sporting event this coming fall, you might see some Coakley furniture. Which kind of sporting event, Nate? We're going to tell you next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back at 5th in Florida at the Coakley Brothers headquarters, a moving and storage business, a business interiors business as well. So lots of things happening in this big building on 5th in Florida. Yeah. And, you know, they spent 14 months doing all those windows and and painting the outside and transforming the interior, building, you know, new spaces and getting rid of sort of spaces that had been kind of uh, crowbarred into there right. <laughs> over the years, you know. But at the same time, they had this really big external job. Yeah. So, I mean, we found out that, uh, you know, if you're going to be heading to the Pfizer Forum this year to see the Bucks or Marquette, uh, you just might be sitting in some Coakley furniture. Yeah, he said they did basically all of the furniture that's in the place, right? Yeah, I mean, talk about a, a pretty big year for Coakley Brothers in 2018, uh, you know, simultaneously going through their own transformation of their own headquarters and taking on this Bucks project as well. Surreal is the, the way to describe it. I'm uh, very thankful to have the opportunity and between the arena project um, and this project, you know, two potentially once-in-a-career type of projects all to happen at the same time. So proud of what we were able to do and we've gotten good marks from from the bucks and uh, everything went well and so so yeah we, we managed a lot in 2018 so we'll uh we're ready for anything <laughs> okay so he, he says that they're ready for anything and uh one thing that they kept pointing out throughout uh, throughout our tour were these before and after photos which was the best wasn't yeah it? and all throughout the building they had these um these photos that you could just hold up to this post you know, or column or window and, and really, you know, reference how how much they've done in the space. Yeah, and each one of them was sort of more remarkable than last, right? I mean, they were basically all just sort of industrial, kind of warehousey looking scenes, originally dark, no windows in any of the spaces, uh, just concrete floors, you know, and just no furniture, no, basically no walls. And they transformed them into these one was a loading dock, that, right. which they transformed into a little health club for their employees. There um, was like the pallet storage, uh, another loading dock that was like the smoker's lounge Yeah, that turned into uh, a like, fire pit and kind of an outdoor lounge area. Yeah, and then we were talking for a while in a conference room that had been a bathroom. <laughs> right. Uh, a not very attractive bathroom. A and then the, beautiful conference room now. And the most amazing part, though, was that building on the north end, which is the oldest part of the complex of buildings there built around the 
dawn of the 20th century, um, they that had had dropped ceilings and just like a sort of warren of uh, tiny little drywall offices. And they took all of that out. And so now it's got really high ceilings. You can see all the beautiful wood they used to be to build a building. You mm-hmm. can see all the Cream City brick. It's wide open. They redid the floors with reclaimed wood. It just looks incredible. And I, you know, I think there's there's another element to this. It's it's not just about one business, you know, redesigning their office and making a really great headquarters. All of that. I mean, they did. They did that. You know, they brought in this this art component too. But it's also just about that whole area. I mean, that that particular spot of Walker's Point around Fifth and Florida. You know, back in the '90s when they first were there, it was it was pretty underutilized. It, there just wasn't a lot going on there. So Coakley brothers have have really been you know part of the story in transforming that area by the iron horse by reed street yards yeah and i think it's interesting that i mean really they're you know that this shows sort of a commitment to that neighborhood too because they could have just repaved the parking lot but what they did instead was install like a this amazing stormwater retention system mm-hmm. there's big tanks underneath the site to help uh with stormwater runoff and you know the windows on the upper floors they didn't they don't really need light in the storage areas but they did all of that because of how the building presents itself to the street. So, I mean, of course, there's a benefit to them in having a building that's attractive. But there's also a benefit to that neighborhood and that intersection, which was really starting to look great, but still had this one big sort of like blacked out <laughs> building. And they didn't want to be the people who had that. They wanted to be, you know, a, a positive addition to that neighborhood and to that, that setting. Yeah. And, and zooming out like one level even, even uh, further out. Just the whole conversation about what's going on on Fifth Street. You know, we've seen that part of Walker's Point totally overhauled. I mean, so much more activity. Oh, uh, yeah. New, new bars, restaurants, um, art, art galleries, just things to do over there. That the streetscaping it, stuff. Yeah. The new Arts at Large building coming online soon. Right. Uh, VAR Gallery and um, Nomad Nacional or the pop-up going in there. Just yep. tons of stuff going on on Fifth Street. They just had their first Fifth Street Fest, which was kind of cool, there. too. Oh, were was you? good, yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of, it's exciting what's happening in Walker's Point, and you wonder how much of that... You know, you don't want to, you know, you don't, there's no way to know definitively, but it does make you wonder how much of that would have happened without those, those big investments by Coakley back in the nineties. Well, it definitely had an effect. You can't say how much, but I mean, the like, think of what that neighborhood is like without the iron horse, right? Just that alone. So the fact that they bought the building and had the foresight to, to get that building and then to turn it over, you know, to sell it to Tim Dixon for the iron horse, that alone is a sort of transformative moment, isn't it? Well, 130 years later, Coakley Brothers, still a Milwaukee name and still doing really well in Walker's Point. You can uh, share this with a friend and find more pictures right on this page at RadioMilwaukee.org. Podcasts in 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends right here at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. It's On Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzillo. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.